Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. I'm Ken Chester, and thanks for coming along for the ride. To add your voice to the conversation, call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline, that number, 872-222-9793, or you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show, and that's talk at techmobility.show. From the Tech Mobility News Desk, I want to start with one thing, um, and it, this is kind of prototype thing. Automakers are always doing concept vehicles and prototype vehicles. And we get a lot of comments across our social media. And like everybody, we're all the way across social media, all over the place. Um, and the big thing is people are concerned about recycling. You say, you're talking about all these IVs. What about the batteries? What about all the components? What about the materials? You know, are these just going to end up in landfill as heavy metals or dangerous stuff? Let me give an example of some thinking by the automakers. And I'm talking about the iVision Circular from BMW. This is a concept vehicle that they think would be on the road in the year 2040. And here's the kicker. It was created entirely from recycled materials and bio-based raw materials. It has no paint. It has no paint. Look great. They showed a picture of it. Looks phenomenal. But it's a small car and the body is made of recycled aluminum. No paint, no chrome. The tires are made of a cultivated natural rubber that's sustainable. Material bonding throughout the car is achieved through a new joining technique that allows efficient dismantling at a later stage. In other words, a closed cycle. The vehicle is built today, can be thoroughly recycled at the end of its life, typically about 20 years. And it's important to note that even right now, the auto industry has some of the um, most successful rates of recycling, particularly materials when it comes to steel, manganese, aluminum, and some other materials, and then any other industry. The auto industry already recycles quite a bit. When you talk about, uh, you know, repurpose, reuse, recycle, particularly the re reuse and recycle, yeah, the auto industry is on that. Hence, all the junkyards you've seen uh, used parts. And then when it gets to the end of the light, the body itself, there's a lot going into using materials that can be recycled as opposed to filling landfills, which has been the case in general. In case you didn't know it, from the time a vehicle rolls out of the factory brand new to the time it meets its end in a shredder or a crusher, you're looking at about 20 years. The average time on the road is roughly 11 years. Vehicle will enjoy roughly 11 years of use on average before it's scrapped. So you're looking at about another eight or nine years of potential reuse through uh, used parts. And then finally, when it gets to the end and it's crushed, shredded, whatever, uh, recycled. The goal is to make sure less of that, typically internal parts like plastics and foams and other things that are not metal, can be recycled and not end up in a landfill. And this is where they're going. BMW is already pressing its supply chain to lift its recycled and reused material content level, which currently stands at 30% of content. That's for everything. And they want to get that up. Volvo has built for recyclability, Volt for dismantling. So then you're going to see this as another part of the auto industry. Now, with the rise of EV motors and the fact that most of that's going to get recycled, 
It's a matter of making sure the rest of the vehicle that they build is recyclable as well, if not more so. So you're going to see more solutions like that. And even in my travels, reviewing vehicles now, we're seeing an increasing amount of recycled materials. Very often, these materials are not what you call public facing. They'll use it in substructures. Uh, Ford has been experimenting with um, um, different, um, you know, hulls of, from, from coffee shells and different other things, wood fibers, all sorts of things that are working their way into the, a vehicle near you today and is only going to increase in the future so that one day, the goal is for the auto industry to get carbon neutral and to be waste neutral. And they're working towards that. And there are very, a bunch of different initiatives going on from Toyota working with uh, water reuse in Baja, Baja, California, to the average plant looking at reducing waste and material usage across their supply chain. This is a thing and it will continue to happen. Along on that note, You've read in the news lately how Toyota has been late to the party with EVs and that, you know, you may have heard also that battery fuels, well, I'm sorry, that fuel cell electrics uh, are not a thing. We've been reporting here for some time that there is a slice of the industry where fuel cells make sense and in fact are going to be adopted in large numbers. And that is the over the road class eight big rig trucking business. We've reported here for the last six, seven years, Toyota has been working with the Port of Long Beach and the Port of Los Angeles with developing an, a scaled up version of their hydrogen electric fuel cell powertrain to use predominantly in drayage trucks, and those are the trucks that move the containers around uh, at the port, and other trucks that are medium duty that may make deliveries within 200 miles of the port and come back to the port every night. Now comes news that through a California Air Resources Board executive order, just certified Toyota's heavy-duty fuel cell electric powertrain kit as a zero-emissions powertrain. What this means is that qualified heavy truck manufacturers can use this kit and be eligible for incentives. You know, the, the, the technology that people says aren't a thing. Guess what? It's a thing. Why over the road big rig trucks? That's easy. One, refilling is easy. You don't have to give up the weight because honestly, hauling freight means how much weight can I get in my truck? The more weight I can haul, the more money I can make. Electric batteries don't work because they're heavy and to move that kind of weight, you would need a lot of heavy batteries to make that work. Plus the recharging times are unacceptable, particularly when you're going coast to coast or from California to Chicago. That's not going to work. They are building out and as part of the Inflation Reduction Act, they are building out a hydrogen refueling network, and a number of private companies have stepped up to do that. Nikola is one of them. There are others that are building this infrastructure. So it's going to be a thing. And for a trucking fleet, it makes total sense because you're running from terminal to terminal that the trucking fleet owns. So if you're doing it that way, it's easy for them to make the investment within their terminal to refuel their trucks. It's a lot less complicated than for the general public to do. However, Toyota has been doing this for years. Their take on it, they aim to reduce or eliminate emissions for all mobility solutions. 
And they said that our fuel cell electric powertrains had proven that hydrogen can play a significant role in the emission reduction of emissions from heavy duty transportation. Remember, we reported here last week about the more stringent EPA emission requirements, not just for light and medium duty vehicles, but for heavy duty trucks starting in 2027 through 2032. This is a way to do it. And you know full well, if Toyota built it, it's going to be solid and incredibly reliable. And remember, they've been doing this now for six or seven years. So it, they're not new. And they talk about it, that they, their, their project started with Project Portal back in 2017. They've developed multiple generations of powertrain prototypes during developments such as those found in the alpha and beta trucks that logged nearly 14,000 miles of testing of real-world drayage operations in and around the Port of Los Angeles. So this is a thing. It's happening. Now, something you need to know. They are scaling up a plant in Kentucky to make these powertrains. Toyota's spending the money. It's going to be a thing. So maybe the next time you see a zero emissions Kenworth or Peterbilt, know that the engine inside of it may have actually been made by Toyota. Consider that. Toyota. <laughs> a name that you do not necessarily associate with heavy over-the-road Class 8 trucks. But they perfected it, they're bringing it into market, and they're scaling it up. And that's better for the planet, better for the heavy-duty truck manufacturers, and another choice for private trucking fleets. That'll help them get through the messy middle as they go from diesel fuel to zero fuel. You are listening to The Tech Mobility Show. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONMeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONMeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.